0: Well, welcome back, Marcel. I'm glad to see you. (laughs) I understand that you've been at school and life has been flooding in. And from what you've said is is that you have neglected your meditation practice. Is that basically what?
1: Yeah, exactly. It it faded out like in a two-month period
0: from, I don't know, 10 minutes a day to zero minutes a day. Yeah, the last time we talked was November something. So it's been just about two months. Yeah, exactly. Seven weeks, something like that. Okay. Um, the interesting thing about Anapanasati, especially the santi factor, is, is that we fail to do it when we need it most. And when you needed it most was doing your bachelor thesis and all of the stuff that piled on with that. That's a very interesting way for people to begin to uh, to look at it, is, is that Anapanasati actually is at its best when it is pull the emergency switch. mm mm-hmm. Okay, just when you need it most, that's the time to use it. And yet here you are telling me that when I needed Anapanasati most, I decided to neglect it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And go back to the old way of doing things. Because that's more reliable, or at least that's what our fallback position is. That, in a way, that's what we're actually looking for, is to have a practice that is deep enough or strong enough or there enough so that it becomes the new fallback position when we're under attack. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Under attack means we get busy. Yeah, sure. We're attacked (laughs) by all the stuff we're doing. Okay, And in the military idea that we need a fallback, we need an escape hatch, we need a way out. We're going in, we're going to do this thing, but we need a way out, right? And almost always for students of meditation, their first few years at least, their fallback position is always to go back to the old fallback position.
1: Yeah, it was like this searching for something but can't find it and trying to to call people and then just lying in bed in
0: self-pity and yeah (laughs) 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 exactly and one of the qualities of self-pity um in fact that's a good good way of of starting to look at this um self-pity is a false compassion it's not real okay. and uh, that, in fact, it's not compassion, and that's why it's called pity that in fact let us put it this way: there's a big you, an adult, and a little you, a kid. And the little kid is on the floor in a fetal position, hunched like that. And the big adult part of you is kicking that kid and then say, hurts, don't it? And that's the pity party. It feels like it, yes. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It hurts, don't it? Right. And so that's the pity party is look how bad you feel. Look what a massive state of suffering I've been able to create for you except that both of these aspects are within your own mind. That is, uh, in transaction analysis and psychology, these things are referred to as the parent and the child. And the parent is what we have in the mind that mimics our parents when we were little kids. We learned how to be bad people from our parents, we learn how to be bigots and racist from other adults, that kids by themselves are not normally racist, but they can be taught to be racist really easily. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, and what I mean by racist is anything that is not near me, everything that's far away is bad or wrong. In other words, it's a kind of criticism. Racism is just a form of criticism. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what we're doing is is that we're criticizing. Like, I've got to get that thesis done. I've got to get this work done. That's the critical mind. And that, in fact, what we need from Anapanasati is to have, let us say, a few minutes a day at least, if not a whole lot of it, of relaxation. That you're tense Mm -hmm. when you're doing your thesis, and when you walk away when you're finally tired, you're still all tensed up, and you remain tense until you get back into writing the thesis, and then you're tense again, and it's just over and over and over again tension without taking the opportunity to relax. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so hence the pity party that you're talking about is that that tension of laying in bed and feeling bad when in fact you can lay in bed and say wow what a relief I don't have to have that thesis right now everything is okay everything is nice got no problems in other words uh, gladdening the mind alas anapanasati And why is it that we forget to do that? It's like starving and looking at food right in front of us and forget to eat it.
1: Yeah, the funny thing is the tension didn't even go away. Like I handed it in and I got a really good grade and I was like, okay, yeah,
0: whatever. Back to tension. (laughs) Well... Here's the way that that tension operates is that we create and make it a habit.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the habit is is
0: driving us. And then the habit is what's driving us to get the work done. But when the work done that drive that tension (laughs) that we have created and manufactured as a brand new um, uh, habit is still there. The same thing happens with shopping that if you need something, you go buy it at the store and you feel good about what you bought. But people will go on what they call a shopping spree. If I feel good with buying this, and let me buy something else and I'll feel good. And let me buy this and I'll feel something, you know. Because underlying that is I don't feel good enough. It's not actually that, oh, I want that. And if I get that thing, Then my wants and desires will go away because I'll be satisfied. In fact, the habit of wanting is there. So we buy an item and it doesn't destroy the wanting. And so we want something else. And that doesn't destroy the wanting when we get it. And so we want something else. Then in fact, this thesis is part of that tension or anxiety or drive for wanting something. Yeah, makes sense. And we, and we need to take a time every day more often than just once a day, often throughout the day, of relaxing to the point of everything's okay. Everything is fine right now. I will get this thesis done, and it will be a marvelous job because I'm such a good mood while I'm doing it. You hear all of that anapanasati, right? Gladdening the mind. So um, sati very much is like, uh, I think I mentioned this to you before, but here's now a very clear example of it. Um, Murphy's Law. Yeah, you you know Murphy's Law? Yeah, you mentioned it. Yes, this is it. This was Murphy's Law coming in, and anything that can go wrong will go wrong, and it'll go wrong at the most possible moment. And what is going wrong? You let yourself get tense because of the thesis and all, and then you have a pity party. That's Murphy's Law, is when things, things go wrong, but they do go wrong when there is stress or power or at he refers to it as the worst possible moment. And an example of that <clears throat> is when does the new computer system fail for the hotel? On opening night or on the night when it's first time that, it, that the hotel gets full? It's going to fail when it gets full. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Because it's when, that, time.
0: when you need it most, when you really, really need that computer system, that's what is going to fail. And so we have to plan on that happening. Plan mm. with having extra or over capacity. And in our regard, our extra or over capacity that we need here would be two things. One would be sati and the other is to remember sati to be joyful that you can handle this and you need to tell it. That was
1: first faded out, like I can handle this attitude and like there was some sometimes sati and I just ignored it and like this, uh, yeah, this, I can't do it um, and all this stuff again, just grew stronger and then the habit of meditation or remembering faded out, yeah.
0: So, what you're talking about doing is what every student does. This happens over and over. It happened many times with me. That is like uh, our, our, uh, our Samadhi practice or our meditation practice or our Anapanasati practice, whatever we're talking about it, is, comes in fits and starts. We'll have a fit and then we'll start the Anapanasati. And then later we'll have a fit (laughs) and then we start Anapanasati again. Okay, so that's what we mean is is that we keep um, having a fit about something, that we get stressed with it, and that's exactly the time when we need Anapanasati the most. So, in fact, We could use it in the sense of an anchor. Whenever we feel fitful, whenever we feel like there's pressure, that should be the trigger. Oh, now is when I need anapanasati the most.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like when I need it, I I should do
0: it and not exactly the other (laughs) way around. Exactly the (laughs) other way around is how we normally do things. And so uh, we get ourselves stuck in a mess. Murphy comes in and destroys our system just when we need it the most. And so uh, this, is, this is the way of, uh, of looking at it. But then we can say, okay, well, there's got to be some sort of antidote to that. And Mm -hmm. that is some other kind of anchor that we can use. And um, the anchor that I have found that is really brilliant and and so many students uh, uh, see what it's like. And that is, uh, we've talked about it before. Now let's really get into it. I think we've talked about it before. And that is the chair. Oh, yeah, we uh, Yeah. Right. Uh Uh-huh okay if you had been practicing that so that you remembered every time that you sat down to do that uh, um uh, bachelor's thesis you to sit down and says ah sitting down that's when we do a big breath of anapanasati okay yeah what kind of bugs me about that
1: is i sometimes did and then i took a deep breath and then after that there was a thought, okay, now you took a deep breath and are still annoyed and tense and all this.
0: Oh, taking a deep breath means really taking a deep breath to get rid of that, at least for this moment, that tension and annoyance. That you you take a full moment to experience it and then take a few deep breaths to let it dispel so that you could come back to a state of homeostasis, okay? So you actually need to do the full Anapanasati cycle, I would say, of that deep breath and uh, the equivalent gladdening the mind and telling yourself everything is okay, noticing the tension, breathe it out, and come to that state of well-being that we talk about, Sukha and pity. Mm-hmm. And if you do that every time that you sat down in your chair, then... You're at least beginning of the work that you were doing in your thesis. I assume that you're doing your thesis sitting at a chair. I'm making an yep. assumption. <laughs> <laughs> the <my> right assumption. <laughs> okay, every time you sit down, you're sitting down in a much better, better state of mind. But as you were saying that when you did practice it, it wasn't enough to bring the tension away. And the whole point of doing the exercise was to allow that tension to drain away.
1: Yeah, I guess I expect too much or something like that because there's all this stuff streaming in when I do it, like all the personal stuff that's going on right now. And I kind of expect it to to go away for, I don't know, then at least two minutes or something like that.
0: But it streams
1: in, it streams in. and
0: Yeah, yeah, right. And when it does, you'll say, wait a minute, I can do something else now. Let me relax and get rid of this tension and get rid of that stuff and come to a state of well-being and homeostasis. Because when you're in a state of um, joy, in a state of satisfaction and and, uh, feeling successful, then really, you don't have any personal problems. There, it's only when you're thinking about personal problems, do you have any personal problems? Yeah, sure.
1: When I want them to be gone, I, I have them.
0: Exactly. When they're yeah. on your mind, they're a problem. So in, the fact is, is that every time that you're thinking about them, you recreate a problem that doesn't exist. Yeah. So the only problem with it is, is that you've got it on your mind and you let it be there. When in fact we could do a little anapanasati here. <laughs> <laughs> we could say be gone problems. I don't have any problems right now. We don't have problems. Let's not have any right now. Let's be kind to ourselves. Let's stop kicking ourselves with these problems and then having the pity party. Ha ha, look how bad you feel with all of these problems I just thought up for you. (laughs) And so it's kind of an internal dialogue. And so the better dialogue is a nurturing dialogue. Never mind those problems. Okay. And and it could, oh, it's really snowing.
1: Um, And it could be a dialogue, um, like a real dialogue, like not how to say, uh, yeah, when there is, wait a second. Yeah, and you can use all this dialogue stuff to, for example, there comes something up and there's this, yeah, you're a loser again, and then you just. (laughs) Just t- tell yourself, I don't know, you're not, I don't know, you, whatever, deserve to be happy or, whatever, and you can really talk inside your head to yourself like that, mm-hmm. and that helps. Or is it more like, yeah, thinking, I, how to explain, like, or just having the attitude and then just sitting there and breathing.
0: Well, the attitude is the attitude of a winner. Or the attitude of the loser. The loser is your default position. Yeah. <laughs> Therefore, you have to make a change intentionally to throw that switch from the loser's default position to the, um, uh, the winner's position because it's not the default yet. The default is the loser's position because you've been well practiced at that. Think about it like this: in the sense of every time that you boot up, you boot up into the default position. And mm-hmm. you have to remember that you have to throw the switch to go into the luxury uh, position instead of the default position. And we have to remember to do that. This is what's called sati. <laughs> To remember, to remember. And so this is why I recommend that you go back to that um, sitting down to remember. And use that as an anchor so that every time that you sit down, you get yourself into a state of balance, peace, restfulness, free from tension, free from worry free from fear or anxiety and come to a state that, wow, things are really nice right now. And if well-skilled, you can do that in five seconds. Some people, it takes 10 minutes, but you're beyond the 10-minute phase. You're down there in a, a minute or two. But it will take a minute or two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then you I, can then you can brag to yourself, look how easy I can get myself into a good place.
1: Yeah, when I started out, like when when we had the first calls, we had this um everything's fine attitude, like every like everything is safe, nothing's attacking me and all this. And
0: but, here you have been beating yourself to death with a thesis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But right now it doesn't feel strong enough, like when I tell myself, yeah, everything's fine, everything is safe. There's this constant dialogue, like, like two people fighting, pushing against it. No, no, everything is not fine. Like this is shit and this is shit and this is shit. So don't, yes, don't lie I to yourself. Oh,
0: I know, <laughs> I know. It comes with the territory you were born in. It's the culture. The reason why Germany is so high class, sophisticated, is because the Germans are very good at nitpicking. And if they would stay the nitpicking in their technology, we're going to continue to have BMWs and and Mercedes and very high class automobiles. Unfortunately, when you nitpick at a human being, they wind up being assholes. <laughs> And when you teach them how to nitpick it themselves, then they have pity parties and are assholes. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm not the German version of asshole. I'm the American version. (laughs) (laughs) And it comes by being very critical. Yeah so the very thing that built technology destroys the human soul what the human needs is nurturing and here we are being critical all the time yeah and so the, this is the stage that uh, that the buddha talks about anapanasati is depth 10 is to keep gladdening the mind. Keep gladdening the mind. Tell yourself everything is okay, but you got to believe it too. And so you can do the, the various things that we would talk about as wisdom. Is look. Whatever happens with that thesis, you're going to survive. Yeah. The dean's not going to grab your thesis and shove it down your throat literally because you screwed it up. He may laugh at you, and that's about the most um, uh, terrible thing that can happen is you get laughed at. Until you learn how good laughter is, and then you'll say, bring it on. <laughs> okay, so the in this regard, we're saying everything really is safe. You really are safe, Marcel. You live in a very safe country. And if you feel safe and secure while you're doing your thesis, more than likely you'll pass. It's Mm -hmm. when we're full of tension and uptight that we generally don't do such a good job at it. Yeah, I mean, I already passed, so... (laughs) Well, how did I know that? <laughs> I thought, you know, the intellectual was that you don't know yet, but sure you do. <laughs> Been too long. <laughs> so, now that you passed, in retrospect, was all the tension and anxiety about passing actually worth it? No. Did it, it was, help? No. No,
1: it's just the the way I know how to fuel myself, how to motivate myself
0: in situations like that. Exactly. So this is what we're talking about in the sense of the old habits. We fall back into the default position of worry. We have to find a new default position. And so take this new default position every time you sit down. Take a load off. And when I'm talking about take a load off, that means take the tension away. Allow yourself to breathe until you really are relaxed. Which means that we want to do this many times a day. Every time you sit down in a chair, 5, 10, 15, 20 times a day. The interesting thing is, is that as you begin to practice this more, you won't be moving a lot. You'll be sitting in your chair more. So people who are starting this practice at 50 times a day because they're doing it so often, they got good at it. And because they did, they're not getting up so often. <laughs> and so now they're down to 20. <laughs> and so this is a way that we can give to get started again. Mm-hmm. Is with not with the commitment of sitting down and working really hard at, at a meditation practice, noting or whatever like that, mm. but rather we're talking about bringing sati as to the fore as many times a day as we can. So even when the, the Buddha says, um, Go to a forest or go to a tree or to a pile of straw or to an empty hut. And sit down under the tree, cross-legged, and bring mindfulness to the floor or poor. All we're doing is just substituting the chair at your desk for that mm-hmm. yeah, and okay. go and do a bit of anapanasati. Every time that you sit down, you're going to take a moment to breathe and relax. And go through the various stages to the point that you come up with the uh, satisfaction and, and the feeling of success of, I can handle this. I can handle this. No, no worries, mate. I can do this. And like I said, this may take you a couple of minutes every time that you sit down. But the more you do it, it's going to cut it in half and pretty soon you can do it in a minute. Mm. Then you can do it in 30 seconds. OK, so this is uh, keep practicing at it. Because it's worthwhile. This is a great fruit, so the Sutta says. OK, yeah. And I guess kind of a habit as well, like. Uh-huh. And in a way, you already knew all of this anyway. I don't even know why you call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Except for the pep talk, and that is, is that you get my energy. So while I'm up and um, uh, joyful and practicing anapanasati, talking to you, and gladdening the mind. It works. And so um, in that regard, while you're having your pity party, why don't you say, you know, if I call Dhammarato, he can get me out of my pity party right away. (laughs) (laughs) But oh no, when we're in that pity party, you know, Murphy's Law is there when we need it most. It's when it's going to fail. That's why we have to keep practicing on Upanishads. Yeah.
1: <laughs> as as you said, I, I already heard all this before, but it's always nice
0: to call. <laughs> well, let's do it this way. Can I get a commitment from you that you're going to start practicing the chair? Yeah, when I remember, <laughs> I do. <laughs> all right are you going to make a point of remembering to do this yeah okay that's the dedication or the commitment i will do this i know i can do it
1: it's always sitting
0: down right Mm -hmm. strong determination that every time i sit down i'm really going to sit down i'm going to relax completely The one, surprisingly enough, that's even harder to remember is standing up, because when we normally get up out of the chair, we get up walking, because we're going someplace. We've already gotten that the intention. That's why we got. And some people will will begin to practice this that we've talked about, and they'll recognize that they got out of the chair without having a clear definition of why they got out of the chair. Maybe they were just feeling restless. And yeah. they're not even watching why they get up.
1: Yeah, I know this. Just to get
0: mm-hmm. up. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like we get up because we're now feeling aversion to the computer. We're feeling aversion. We think it's the computer. And if I can get away from the computer for a moment, okay. And so we get up without actually having a clear intention of doing anything. We're, in a way, it's like we're escaping. As opposed to going to. We're not chasing now. We're running away or escaping. So that's also wise to know that. What, what's, what's going on here? Why did I get up out of the chair? Is it because I wanted something or because I didn't like something? Did I do it out of restlessness or whatnot? And so the real interesting technique here, unlike the chair, when you sit down on a chair, you just sit down. Then you have to or as you do, you remember to do that, but this one getting up and out of the chair has a, a really strong anchor to it, and that strong anchor is is that when you get in, uh when you stand up to get out of the chair, you stand most people when they get out of the chair, they're already walking yeah sure all right the the movement out of the chair is forward position there's a whole different way of getting out of a chair to get up just to stand okay yeah and we and we do that from time to time like at church we're sitting in the pew and then they start to sing and everybody stands up okay that's one time of doing it or if you're in the military and you're sitting down and the lieutenant comes in then we stand up but in ordinary life, we don't stand up. We get out of the chair moving, get out of the chair running.
1: So that's the point as well, like first standing, taking deep breaths, getting into the state, then walking,
0: then walking with the intention of, uh, where am I going? What is my intention? Why did I leave the chair? i leaving my nice, beautiful, comfortable chair that I do Anapanasati in and it feels so wonderful and I'm so relaxed. Why would I possibly get out of my chair? <laughs> and so that, that investigation of investigating, why do we get out of the chair? And then when we do come back to the chair, oh, finally I'm home. Oh, finally I can relax. I can take a load off my feet and I can take a load off my heart also. And come home and be completely Most people, when they go home, they still really don't go home. They don't feel at home when they get home. Yeah. So, so we're going to have that, that opportunity that every time we sit down, we're really at home and we can feel at home. We've arrived at the destination, no place to go. We don't owe anybody anything. There's nothing to do, but just relax. Sounds good. (laughs) And we remember to do that over and over and over again. Now, every time we sit down. And if we forget, then then it's hard to recognize. But um, this issue of standing before we walk, that's a really heavy anchor. People will start to wake up about 10 steps after they leave the chair. They say, darn it, I was going to stand before I walked. (laughs) And it'll take a week or two to do it because this is such a change in the way that you've been relating to that chair. yeah makes sense taking it taking it uh, taking it, uh for, for granted I guess without recognizing what we're doing and so using these as uh, issues of sati to wake up to wake up to wake up and so the chair is a really really good thing for waking up if you are determined that you're going to do this practice every time I sit down in the chair yeah the determination mm-hmm. yeah wasn't there <laughs> and that determination comes from the recognition of how valuable it is to continue to do this practice yeah that's what I have to get back that was what was
1: what what faded away and I think when I get this back then
0: yeah back <laughs> on track <laughs> exactly Actually, that's a kind of funny way of saying it. we're, we're <laughs> you you got on track with that thesis. Now it's time to get off of that track and sit down beside it <laughs> and stop all this tracking Okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> We'll try that
1: again. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: well, Marcel, it's been really good to see you again. I'm glad
1: to see you. Yeah. Uh, one thing was uh, I was looking into all this Thailand stuff and like all the preparations that that has, has to be done, like getting vaccines and visa and all of that. And you told me that you had some students who already visited you or went to a what in Thailand and, um, who you know do you happen to have the Skype of them or anything? So so I just can get in contact with them for an
0: exchange. Yes, I will send you uh Tun. But many people have been here before. Noah has been. No, wait a minute. Noah hasn't been here. Dad mm-hmm. has been here. Noah's been here. Greg has been here. Tim has been here. Uh Tun is here now. Uh, Danny has been here. Pablo has been here. Jerry has been here. Ben has been here. No, John. Yeah. So there's been guys who have been, a lot of guys have been through here. Yeah. I'd love
1: to talk, like just exchange with them. Like, I don't know, just, just have a chat. How it was, how it is, how how they did all the visa okay. and vaccine stuff and whatever
0: there's attached to all of this planning stuff. Um, as far as vaccine goes, I don't think Twin's going to know anything. But in fact, all of the guys that I have mentioned uh, were here before the, the COVID. No one's been here since the COVID. Ah, uh, no,
1: I meant like I checked like rabies and. No. The
0: only thing that anybody's interested in now is the COVID. That I've been in and out of Thailand over the years many times and I've also been to countries that required it. Saudi Arabia is really, really big on it. Okay. In fact, Saudi Arabia is intentionally big on it in the sense that they require shots that are hard to find because nobody gives them anymore. Wow, what a big heavy duty job it was for me to get a, um, what was it, a smallpox vaccination. Smallpox. Because they just weren't giving them, in, they just weren't giving them in California. Okay, smallpox had been more or less eradicated. Yeah, so I just have to Saudi quickly, Arabia, ah, okay,
1: yeah, I just had to check for the German name so I know what it is.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, small, yeah.
0: All right, so smallpox uh, is in some places in Africa, and people from those places would go to Saudi Arabia. So for them, they should have it, but Saudi Arabia just has a flat-out law. Anybody come to Saudi Arabia has got to have all of these various shots that are really hard to locate some places where they don't have that problem at all. So I know all about that. Been there, done that. Thailand, nada. The only thing that's an issue now is, is the new coronavirus vaccine. Yeah. And the question is, will someone who has had a vaccine be able to get through without having to jump through all of the new hoops that they have put in place? Okay.
1: Yeah, uh, the thing here is in Germany that there's a stage program of getting the vaccine to the people and I'm not sick, I'm not a social worker, so <laughs> mm-hmm, I, I'm mm-hmm. at the end of the chain. So um, if Thailand requires it, this will take some time.
0: Um, uh, yeah, what, like I was about to say the the requirement actually is that um, you have to do a two-week quarantine after you arrive. And that two-week quarantine has to be done in a designated facility. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't then go quarantine at Watson Mok because that's not a quarantine site. And the places that are designated are generally fairly expensive hotels. So mm-hmm. you'd be paying a rate of 25 to fifty dollars a night mm-hmm. uh, at, which is very very high price because here on the island most people get away with five to seven dollars a night okay so um, that's that's the issue is the, the quarantine other than that with that you get a really good visa but the talk is is that soon enough when the vaccines get out and about, that people who have had a vaccine then don't have to go through the quarantine period.
1: Yeah, the, the visa stuff you mentioned, um, the only one I found, found is the extended tourist visa, which is 90 days, and then you have to leave every 30 days the country, and then mm-hmm. you can get back in, something like that.
0: Right. What What you need to look at is a non-immigrant visa, not no. a tourist visa. Non-immigrant visa, okay. You wrote it down. Okay, so the not the non-immigrant visa is what you need to look into. Uh, normally it's the non-immigrant O. Non-immigrant not a o. B. O. Not a B. For business, because you're not doing business, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And and um, we might later eventually qualify for an E, which is an education. Okay. But the O visa is the old standard visa, and it's for retirement or any long term. Mm-hmm. The visa I have is a is an O visa, and it has to be. Um, there's some restrictions we'll talk about later. Okay but that's the the big kind of visa that you want, but they may put a lot of restrictions on what you need to do to get that visa. like mm-hmm. can you prove that you've got thirty thousand u s dollars in the bank <laughs> I <can't. laughs> well i don't know what the requirements are now, but for yeah. the for uh the retirement visa, I have to show them every time I get the visa i've got to show them <laughs> not just that I've got it in the bank, but they want to see every page of the passbook, and a letter from the bank, and three months of the uh, from the bank of the uh, uh, to prove that that thirty thousand has been there the whole time. Okay, well, yeah, visa they're stuff. really really tough on it once you get into the country. But I don't know how it's going to be to get the visa. I have heard that they're actually putting that restriction on those kind of visas. So, you might also want to look at an e visa for the education because that's also a possibility, at least for later.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was why I just wanted to to talk of these people who already done it just to exchange, have some experience. I don't
0: that. know. you might in fact talk to uh, uh, uh to tun about how what kind of visa he's on and and whatnot. That would be good. I don't know what it is.
1: So if you, if these people want, you can just give them my Skype or give me them their Skype or. I'm going to give you, his Skype. Okay, so he's in Thailand right now. He's in Thailand, right now. Let me pull this up. And where, where is he? What what is he doing right now? Like.
0: Ah, if he's wise, he's hanging out and not doing much of anything except avoiding (laughs) people asking him to do stuff. Uh, Let me send it to you after because I'm I'm not seeing what... I can see ad files and... uh, Oh, maybe it's contact, that's what I wanted to, okay, yeah, this is what I'm looking for. I can't find it, so I'll 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 look it up later. Yeah, sure. It, it just starts off with more people, but I know that his. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm spelling it wrong. Yeah, OK. Now I've got it. So there you go. Perfect. Thanks. yeah he's uh he's a resident at at don okay that, that's a what that's dom kiem is the what uh that pekab dasa Achan Po built for Santicaro specifically for westerners okay but it's
1: not so the I, one you you told me that it's that's so crowded Because you told me one name that's so crowded to like stay away from. Um,
0: That's Wat Panana Chat. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. But but Wat Dam Kim is actually quite deserted in the sense that they've got about 10 people there and they've got facilities for 40. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Nice and I just just hit him up and have a chat. Mm-hmm. Because right now I, I finished my bachelor thesis. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: Working. All right. Yeah, moments. we'll chat him up and see what he's got. Uh, Cause he he's more into that kind of stuff than I am. I just sit here on the porch yeah. <laughs> and, and deal with the retirement visa occasionally. <laughs> okay. Nice. Well, it's really good to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go do some sitting and I'm talking about a chair this time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, bye. (laughs) See you soon. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)